for my ally is the Force. And a powerful ally it is. Life creates it. Makes it grow. Its energy surrounds us and binds us. Luminous beings so we, not this crude matter. You must feel the force around you. You, between you, me, the tree, rock, everything. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. You don't know the power of the dark side. If you strike me down, I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Welcome to episode 39 of Blue Harvest, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Halls Burkhardt. And I'm your host, Will Witten. And we've got stuff to cover today. Good. Stuff about Star and Wars. The Wars. And Wars and the Stars. Uh, before we get to that, I should give out our information. If you want to like us on Facebook, why don't you do that? At facebook.com slash Blue Harvest Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Blue Harvest Pod, and you can email us at blueharvestpodcast at gmail.com. If you want to hit me on Twitter, I'm at willwitten 3 There you go. Send us an email if you got a comment. If you got a time to give us a review on iTunes, yes, we that's going to put us one step closer to doing our fan fiction docudrama. I don't know uh, what has gotten the fire in Will's ass lit up in the last few days. I want to like, see it. Like, he has been up my ass about this fan fiction. The mystery is killing me. I know it's sealed in the arc back there somewhere that is your comic book room. Oh, no, no, no. It's it's accessible by laptop. Oh, it's a data file. Yeah. I may steal it off your computer somehow when you're Let's not Let's see, looking. it's not on the computer. Oh, it's in a USB somewhere. No, it's on a storage facility online. It's in the cloud. It's in the cloud? It's in the cloud. No one can figure out the cloud. <laughs> well... I think that's probably the safest place for it to be. Hold on, let me let me check. Maybe we've gotten a review in the last. I just really want to see what you wrote, and it's I, bad. I'm I want to script it, like because I'm looking I forward understand to you would like to make fun of me. The, uh, we are still at eight reviews, so the the theater, real popular podcast, guys, right here, right here. This is a real popular podcast, eight reviews on iTunes. Tell your friends. We're two away from ten. I mean, yeah, I guess it's positive. That's it's two steps away. It's a one-two. At least it's not eight one-star reviews. That's true. So we got an email this week from our buddy Evan. From Evan. Yep. And uh, I'm I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going into this email blind. I just checked our email while we were talking. And, and it popped in there. Yep. He sent it uh, one day ago. It says, hey, guys, 
Let's pretend for a minute episode seven hasn't come out yet. Oh, please. I don't know if I want to do that, man. The anxiety leaving, leading up to episode seven gave me a fucking an ulcer. He was literally wrecked with the anxiety. <clears throat> but he says, let's pre- pretend for a minute that episode seven hasn't come out yet. And our new characters don't exist. If you were hired as the... Oh, oh man. This is a dark path to go down. If you were hired as the writer-director for episode seven but Harrison Ford had died in real life years before you were hired, how would you go about the script for this movie? What was Han Solo's end? How would you make the story work without one of the big three ever gracing the skin again, screen again while still having to write a respectable conclusion for them? I know it's a little morbid, but I thought it'd be fun to pick your guys' brains. Thanks, Evan. Oof. I can tell you right now, just in thinking about it, I know exactly what I'd do. If okay. uh, Harrison Ford were dead, I would have implicated his death off screen for Kylo Ren in some way, uh, so that that aspect would still be relevant and that we could keep. You know, it. it Harrison Ford's death was basically for Kylo Ren in oh, the end of that saying. movie. Like, that was part of his progression, either towards redemption or the dark side. I would keep that element and just imply it that it happened off screen before his turning or some point in his turning. I mean, that'd probably be a pretty good way to handle it. I mean, you know, you always got to wonder. I mean, like, what? He wouldn't have died on a fucking spice deal gone bad, like, (laughs) you know, shot up in a warehouse somewhere. Okay, this is what I would have done. Uh,. Han Solo. This all happens off screen. You just hear about it through little bits of story, right? This is what I'm and, saying. And we could have, and you could turn this into maybe a scripted show. I don't know, maybe on like AMC or something. All right, Han Solo finds out he has space cancer. All right, this is follow- really what you would do. Yeah, follow me here. Okay, all right. And he's been a good dad. You know, he's been a good uh, a good guy. Married Princess Leia, had a kid, maybe two. You know. Um his kid's kind of fucked up, but, you know, he does his best. You know, he's trying to be a good guy. And then he gets there space cancer. There are outside cancer. influences. You know, he gets space cancer. So he's he's like, what am I going to do? You know, uh, I, I want to live leave my family with some credits to take care of themselves. I want to provide for my family after my death. I've got this incurable uh, space cancer, let's say, uh, I don't know, of the lungs, right? So what's he do? He starts cooking spice, right, with a young Poe Dameron. Young Poe Dameron and... and You're making breaking Star Wars is what you're making. Damn, I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's what makes Kylo Ren go to the dark side is his dad was a... a, a, a His dad was a spice 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 cook. Spice spice mouth. It was blue. I don't know. Sounds Mm. like it could be a pretty solid miniseries at least. Probably five seasons. Sounds dark. Get a guy named Vince. That's to at least it. a that's at least a Showtime show. Yeah, I guess so. Maybe something tells me we're never going to see that that dark of Star Wars. I'd like to see an HBO Star Wars at, at the very least. It doesn't have to be <coughs> Showtime, but uh, you know there was this um, like a bounty hunter mini, mi, HBO miniseries. There's this really good article um, that you should look up sometime on Kotaku. It's a gaming website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where they basically chronicle the fall of Lucas Arts. Yeah, and like what happened. I mean, for such a well-respected video game company to end up having to close down, 
Because, you know, originally when it happened, a lot of people were like, oh, fucking Disney, blah, blah, blah. To be completely honest, LucasArts was on a, a downward spiral. It was on its last leg. Well before Disney stepped in. <clears throat> now, granted, you can make the, the argument then, well, you know, you just had a, a company worth billions of dollars by, your, by the parent company. Why couldn't they sink some money into saving LucasArts? Well, and I'll tell you this, and just putting an, an emotional and historical component to that, LucasArts... <laughs> Made some of the greatest games that I loved growing oh, yeah. up. You know, like even the what was it, the treasure, the treasure island, treasure monkey island, island. monkey island. Yes, I love those fucking. Those were games. great. Like, and they were innovative, and they were fun, and they were funny, and they had great <coughs> sense of humor. Well, basically, what brought this up was you saying the HBO Star Wars series, Force Unleashed, and Force Unleashed Two. <coughs> like, I thought those were great games. They were innovative. Yeah. When they were talking in there about um, the whole Star Wars thirteen thirteen thing. Uh, it was going to be tied to Star Wars Underworld, which was the proposed live-action TV series. And I think they mentioned in that Kotaku article that at one point they were even looking at maybe having HBO carry it. Um, but, you know, that game went through a lot of changes and stuff because, you know, before it was supposed to be sort of its own thing, then George Lucas wanted it to be tied into the show, and then he wanted it to be about Boba Fett and... You know, all kinds of stuff like that. And, you know, probably one of the biggest bummers as far as a Star Wars game cancellation that I can remember. Right. Um, But, yeah, it, it looks like, I don't know how, you know, accurate anyway, that is, but it looks like there was a possibility for that. Back to the downfall of LucasArts, because right. we touched on that but didn't continue. No, that's what I'm saying. That's why I brought up the whole LucasArts thing is because you said the HBO Star Wars series. Right. But, you know, they talk about in that article just sort of some of the missteps that they took. And I see. I was going to yeah. – I thought we were talking more about their missteps before Disney came in. <clears throat> I mean, I can't remember at all. It would be best if if, guy, if people just went and um, – Read that article. Yeah, read that article. Well, okay. Um, now, for how I would really handle – that's a tough question. Because man. space cancer is a cop out. Space cancer is not a cop out. It is. You it's a wonderful fucking dark in the, story. In the fucking way super future where they can cure damn near everything. Okay, yeah, maybe, parts. maybe they would probably just put them in a back to tank and the space cancer would go away. Right, but, see? You know, okay, fair enough. Okay, so this was this is how I would explain it, okay? All right. Han Solo was out of system on a business trip. Actually, he got. Word that his dad died and he needed to go pick up the body and bring it back to uh, wherever the fuck he and Leia live, right? Mm -hmm. On the way back, he crash lands on an ocean planet that's only got one <laughs> island. Okay? You, see, you see, now we're doing Lost Star Wars. Like That's what we're what? doing right now. Fuck. You're missing my ruse. You see through my ruse every time. I'm like, I know where this is going. Okay, okay. Four, Harrison eight, Ford. 16, okay. 32 Star Wars. Okay, you ready? Harrison Ford, Han Solo, is a chosen warrior. Okay? He finds out after Return of the Jedi that he's the, the latest in a long line of warriors responsible for killing vampires, werewolves, <laughs> demons. <laughs> Uh, the occasional praying mantis person, uh, Frankenstein's monster, uh, the devil, Dracula, uh, 
Is this Van Helsing Star Wars? No, no this is Buffy the Vampire this is Slayer. Buffy the Vampire Star Wars. <laughs> okay, all right. I, you know, that's a tough question. I am kind of avoiding it just because, like, I don't know. Your answer is probably the most logical for, you would say, like, you know, you could explain it in dialogue by saying Kylo went evil, killed the Jedi Order, Luke and Han tried to stop him, Han got killed. Mm-hmm. You know, Han got killed, and there could be a. It was probably at <laughs> Kylo's hands, but maybe not Man, necessarily. All and then you find out, oh yeah, he was he was a fucking little dipshit and little killed his dad and accidentally killed his dad. Um. So yeah, that that I would say that's probably I would have to go with that answer. That's a good answer. That's how you leave. I mean, he asked me, you know, how do I leave the story pretty much intact for the most part? And then you just play Han Solo's death off screen. You, I mean, I think Leia would have to step in and fill more of those roles, which I don't know she was ready to do. But <laughs> Right. Or, you know, you have Luke. Dude, Han Solo was the centerpiece. I mean, he was the one that he's the anchor to the original trilogy. Oh, yeah. like, I mean, uh, not that Leia was the not, rumors- but he spent more time on set than... The rumors we heard early on, you know, back before I sort of stepped away from spoilers and, you know, when things started becoming more concrete. But we heard a rumor. I mean, this is, you know, well before we started doing the podcast, but that this was going to be basically Han Solo's movie. Mm-hmm. That turned out to be 100 percent the True. case. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's fitting considering this is the one where he fucking bit the dust. Right. It's really sad. Um. So thanks for writing in, Evan. That's a good question. You you threw me for a loop there. Seaway. Okay, one more. Okay. Han Solo disappears sometime after Return of the Jedi. Okay. Let's say Kylo grows up to be about 13, 14. Han Solo shows back up with a drinking problem. Hardcore drinking problem. But in his off time, in the 13, 14 years he's been gone, he's also become an astrophysicist. And he's got a gun, an interdimensional portal gun. And he and young Kylo go on a series of crazy adventures. This is Rick and Morty Star Wars. Fuck! <laughs> Shit! You found me out. Okay, Han Solo becomes a giant milkshake. All right, and this is Aqua Teen <laughs> Hunger Force Star Wars. Okay, John, Han Solo gets a giant robot that he pilots. Gundam Star Maybe Wars it could be just about anything. Gundam Pacific Rim, Evangelion Star Wars, Robo Jocks. Um, <clears throat> so do you want to get to the news and stuff this week? Yes, let's do the news. I mean, honestly, the biggest thing that happened this week was the. Uh, episode 8 production announcement video that came out. It was very brief, but good to see, uh, just good to see Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker anytime for me. I'm sure there's going to be people that know this, it can tell by the lighting or some shit, but I'm pretty sure that Mark Hamill and Ray footage we saw is from 7. It like feels like it to me. You know, maybe it's alternate cuts or something, or... Maybe that's where they were. Like, maybe they immediately started filming episode 8. Right after seven, and it well, was on Caremoran or wherever. Caremoran, that's uh, that's The Witcher. So, <laughs> have you been playing The Witcher? I have. Uh, I mean, here and there, yeah. 
because I've been playing The Witcher like crazy lately. <laughs> so when you said care more and I was like, get the fuck out of my brain. Have you been like hiding out <laughs> behind the couch or something? <laughs> no, not lately. Fair enough. Um, no, uh, uh, Skellig Michael. Skellig Michael. Skellig Michael. Sorry. Um, well, something that sounds Scandinavian and Finnish it's, and it's like Irish. Norwegian or it's Irish or somewhere over it's there. Irish. Um, they, you know, they filmed there uh, in October. They've already they started. They did filming for episode seven before this week when they officially started. They went back to Skellig Michael and did like a day or two of filming. So I'm pretty sure like that shot you see of Ryan Johnson on welcome, the island. Welcome to filming for episode eight. I think that's for what that's from. Right. <laughs> the main reason I don't think that footage with Luke and Ray is, is um from episode eight. Um, I think that's just sort of a reminder where seven left off. I don't know. I, I mean, it so could too. be, it would just be weird for me. For it's also satisfying is to give the people what they want. Their mm-hmm. biggest complaint was that there wasn't enough Luke Skywalker. So what do you start out with? Big shot of Luke Skywalker. Shut people the fuck up. The other thing is like, um, so would would episode eight just start immediately after episode seven stopped? I mean, you know what I mean? It, like it starts immediately with her holding out the lightsaber. If you if you wanted to pick up right where you left off, it could. But like we were talking about, that wouldn't follow suit with Star Wars. I mean, I know, but you know, at some point, things that have happened previously in Star Wars will f- fall Phase to the wet. You know what I'm saying? Plus, it's not you've got a young gonna... cast. Mm-hmm. They're not that much older. We're talking. They're. I mean, f- biologically and physically, they're only several months older. The least you would, I mean, the most you would want to fast forward, I assume, is a year, six months to a yeah. year. You know, it. We like you said, there needs to be space for the opening crawl. Yeah, like that was what so, would you when talk we were about, talking about. What this, would you preface before we started recording? We were talking about this, and like, you know, if you start immediately where seven left off, you what's the opening crawl? Hey, remember the Force Awakens? This takes place immediately afterwards. The whole opening Enjoy. crawl would be. Last time on Star Wars. Previously on Star Wars. <laughs> okay. My idea for Han Solo, okay? He became an archaeologist. After Indiana Jones, <laughs> Star Wars. I'll be Fuck. here all week. All right. Um, he and Chewie get jobs at a convenience store. All right. And they just have this fucking humdrum life. It's a convenience store and a video store. This is Clerk Star Wars. <laughs> Han and Chewie hang out at a mall all the time. That's mall rat Star Han, Wars. Okay, all right. Han, no, Chewie gets a crush on a lady that's a lesbian, but he thinks that's maybe he chasing can chasing Amy it. Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> You're in the Kevin Smith rut. Yeah, yeah. Um are we going for so, yeah. Jersey Girl Star Wars next? I was kind of thinking about it, but that's probably the one I've seen the least, so I, I couldn't really. Uh, and that would require, like, Princess Leia dying, and then they raise a kid that really likes Sweeney Todd. I don't know. <laughs> that's a plot point in Jersey Girl. Yeah. Right? I like, think so, yeah. Isn't it Sweeney Todd that his daughter I, really likes? I believe. It's been a minute since I've seen it, but I believe that's correct. What's funny is, you know, I'm going to Pensacon this weekend, and um, there's, there's sort of a, a Mallrats uh, reunion going on. Oh, yeah. Jason Muse is going to be there. Um, 
The guy that played Dante and Clerks is going to be there. Okay. Um, Lafour, not Lafour's, uh, Michael Rooker, the guy that's also in Guardians of the Galaxy and was in The Walking Dead. Right. He's going to be there. <clears throat> Joey Lauren Adams is going to be there. And Steve was texting me about Joey Lauren Adams last night, and he was like, um, Cindy said to give her number to Joey, Joey, Lauren, Joey Lauren Adams if you have a chance. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Have you looked her up Yikes. recently? And then somehow we got started, like I was texting and I was texting to him and saying, like, uh, it's too bad Ben Affleck's not going to be there. I would just uh, roll up to the table backwards presenting my ass like a cat in heat. <laughs> Giddy up, Batman. <laughs> I'd be like, Affleck the bomb and Phantoms, yo. Oh, n- no doubt. If I ever ran into Affleck, that would be the only thing <laughs> I could say to him. But I wouldn't be able to get it out because I was so excited. <laughs> Phantoms, yo! <laughs> No, I and and so I sent that joke to Steve, like you know, and said "Giddy up, Batman," and he didn't text back. Like for a second, and I was like, "That's because he was gold? pissing himself laughing." No, I was like, "That's fucking gold." No response. That's a tough crowd. Crickets. <laughs> yep, just crickets. But he texted back. Um. So yeah, it's exciting. Officially, I guess uh, if they started Monday, they probably wrapped up their th- their third full day of shooting. Um, may the force be with them. Uh. We know, I'm pretty sure we know that John Boyega and Anthony Daniels were involved on Monday because Anthony Daniels tweeted the night before that he had an an early day on Monday. So put two and two together. That sounds like episode eight to me. Yeah. <clears throat> and then um, John Boyega mentioned that his first day of shooting was Monday. So it looks like, uh, I don't, I mean, you know, they're not going to shoot in sequence. Movies don't do that anymore. It's a little too early to try and start speculating and shit. Do you want to hear something cool about The Force Awakens? I do. Well, um, you guys, if you want more information on this, you can go to makingstarwars.net. There's been a lot of talk about, you know, that Force flashback that was in uh, The Force Awakens. The one Ray has when she touches the one where she's thinking about being a little girl when she yeah. touches the lightsaber, all that. Yeah, you know, immediately the first thing that happens when she touches the lightsaber is it transports her to that hallway on Bespin. You hear Luke screaming "No" in the background and shit. Right. Well, apparently, the, originally that was a little more involved, and they actually shot um, a Luke and Vader duel. Do you remember um, when the first wave of figures came out? Um, on Force Friday, you know, there's all these Force Awakens figures, and then there's a Bespin Luke and a Darth Vader included. Yeah. And, you know, uh, most people just assumed, oh, it's because they want to have a Luke and a Vader. You know what right. I'm saying? <clears throat> well, apparently they may have been included because at one point we were going to see that view, that fight from sort of a different vantage point for at least a split second. Right. So. I hope that's included in the bonus features on right. the DVD. Well, uh, interesting enough, interestingly enough, if you guys really want to hear some cool stuff about some deleted scenes and some more, some more insight into, um, you know, the making of the Force Awakens, um, the podcast Steel Wars had the associate editor of the Force Awakens on um, his podcast this week. It's a really good episode really uh informative and he actually talks about some more stuff that was in the force flashback that you know ended up getting cut out like apparently yoda made an appearance not just as a voice but as an you know an actual appearance and stuff so damn um 
but yeah, if you if you guys want to hear more about that, I can't recommend it enough. My thoughts have dwelled on Yoda a lot lately. I I I have this idea like I want to draw a series of drawings with like young Yoda through progression of his learning. Like I think that'd just be a great story. The same thing with Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think the stories of how they became powerful Jedi knights would be great stories to tell through film. Um I honestly think we could end up getting I don't know if it'll be a movie. Something tells me if we get an Obi-Wan movie it'll sort of be you know like we've talked before. Like yeah, like uh on Tatooine. What do you Yeah, in between 3 and 4. Right. No, that's perfect. I mean, that's what I want. <laughs> um but uh I could see them maybe doing a book or a comic or something. That seems like that would be a pretty good um format for a young Obi-Wan story. Even if you did a young Qui-Gon Jinn and a young Obi-Wan Kenobi, like, yeah, that would be cool to me. You could replace <laughs> Liam Neeson. I mean, that wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. I mean, you would have to, I mean, if you did a movie, you would have to replace them both. You can't have Ewan McGregor. That's playing. what I'm saying. Yeah. It would have to be like, what's the youngest that a Padawan is given to a Jedi Shit. in the old school stuff? Shit, I don't know. I don't know. Because they were still younglings at like 5 to 12 and some shit. S- something like that. I don't really know. So he'd be a young teenage Obi-Wan. Yeah. I mean, 14, how, 15. How old was, would you say Ahsoka is when she becomes Luke's Padawan? Or, I have um, no Anakin's idea. Padawan. There's some, I mean... It's a shame that we don't know. I'm sure one of our fans is screaming the answer right you now. You fucking idiots. You idiots. She's Somebody, 10 years old. Like you fuckers are unsubscribing left and right because right. I don't know. How old so is so Too young to be wearing that goddamn tube top. That's right. what I tell you. Skirt. That's what I say. Not my daughter. <laughs> Not in my house, girl, damn it. At least a knee-length skirt. Come on. Um, Pencil skirt, whatever the fuck Now, you know, when... Sort of the Star Wars spinoff anthology, Star Wars story, whatever the fuck they want to call it. Um, movies first started being talked about. You know, they were talking about a Boba Fett movie, a Han Solo movie, a Yoda movie. Um, and it makes me wonder if we will eventually get some sort of Yoda movie. It kind of makes sense with the popularity of the character. And, you know, if Frank Oz is willing to do the voice, then like cg that shit up and you got a yoda movie and you need to get on that because frank oz is not getting any younger that is true um the question for me always with yoda is how far back do you want to go you know you don't really want to show the exact origins of yoda because almost sort of his mystery the fact that you don't know what species he is i like the thought of young adult young like like I mean, a, a, a twenty one to twenty five year old Yoda, you can pick up in there. Yoda years though, because like how old? Right. Is, no, that's what, what I'm saying. saying. So like you know, two hundred or two hundred or three hundred year old Yoda. You know, like I think that would be a cool way to sort of bring in the older Republic type stuff and sort of introduce viewers and I'm imagining and stuff to uh, an earlier era than the Phantom Menace. I'm looking forward to when they go that direction. I'm imagining a Yoda. That's younger and, you know, more spry and, but still wise, like avoids using his lightsaber, you know, likes puzzles or tricks or I don't know. Yeah. I mean, cause that's the thing you like part of the fact that Yoda is Yoda is a teacher or whatever. And you would have to, um, what would a teacher that is still learning be like? And it would be 
you know, very studious and academic and right. You could philosophical I mean, and you know, uh, Yoda with uh, a young Dooku as his Padawan. Yeah, that could be fucking. It could be awesome. You know, I wonder if I wonder what uh, we're gonna end up getting because I'm sure that's and it's really complicated and people have got a lot of you know love for Yoda. I mm-hmm. think the fanboy generation of now that saw the original Star Wars would have to die to accept you know a Yoda. Do you do you think the fanboy the old school fanboys could accept a Yoda movie? Like could accept I think so. Really? I think it would be easier for them to accept that than a young Han Solo movie. It's going to be easier for them and oh this is just a young Yoda movie. It's still Frank Oz doing the voice. You're talking about somebody completely different playing a lot of people's favorite Star Wars characters. You're right. I uh, mean, that's going to be a tough sell. There, I have a feeling that that uh, that casting is keeping some people up at night. It's going to have right to be now. upbeat, and it's going to have to be funny, and it's going to have to be action packed. We're talking like Guardians of the Galaxy, new Star Trek kind of new Star Wars. I mean, yeah, that's how the Force Awakens was. That's what Force I'm Awakens about. like starts off, you know, it's like uh, going fifty miles an hour, and then it's like, you know what? We're booking it through this rest of this two hours. We're right. going. Yeah. It's going to so. have to be like, and you're going to have to love the charming smuggler of mm-hmm. Han Solo. It's going to have, and I'm, it's going to have to be somebody that the girls are going to love, like young and hip. Yeah. It's going to have to be a Chris Pine or a, you know, a, not, I'm not saying that's yeah. who it needs to be, I but th- like in whenever it's going to come out two or three years from now. So yeah, it's, four or five, maybe. So whoever it is at that time, it's, it's going to be the, well, the Benedict Cumberbatch or the, the fucking. So. You know, honestly, it probably won't be that long before they start filming it. Yeah. Just because if you look at sort of the schedule of how things are going, like they're shooting eight now, damn near two years before it comes out. And right now the Han Solo movie is still scheduled for May of 2018, which is like six months after episode eight. Yeah. So unless it gets pushed back to December, which it could very well just like, you know, episode eight got pushed back and stuff. Who's going to be a young Harrison Ford? To me, you almost have to worry about the guy's acting more so than his physical appearance. But, I mean, if you find the right guy who has the right feel, no matter mm-hmm. what, you don't have to worry about the acting. If, if you find a guy that can be mm-hmm. a young Harrison Ford, he just has to be gruff, like cocky. Yeah. Like, well, and you know, the guys that they have directing it um, did the 21 Jump Street movies. They did the Lego movie. You know, it's going to be, I'm not saying it's going to be a Star Wars comedy, but I'm pretty sure it's going to lean. It has to be. More. I'm sorry, but it, it's got to be like. Well, I mean, would you consider Guardians of the Galaxy a comedy? It's got comedic elements, but it's still it a borderlines sci-fi. comedy. Dude. I think it that's... starts out with a fucking dance number to a 70s. I know. I'm just saying I think it's going to sort of toe that line if it's if it's like they could go too far with the comedy and they will lose the audience like you know what i'm saying uh, there was a lot too of comedy in episode seven a there lot. was a that's lot what of, i'm saying finn's part like exactly that's towing the line that's they got to balance it right and yeah. you know there's there's no saying that they won't right i'm not saying you know i'm not doubting them i'm just saying it's a tough job like you know and I can, they may make it too badass. Like if he's driving some sort of convertible vet, like you know, Anakin, yeah, like Anakin was on Coruscant. Like, yeah. I don't know. There's precedent for that. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see young Han Solo in a fucking 
speeder chase. Like that uh, would be awesome. I uh, f- forget that. I want to see Coruscant again. Yeah, you know, like uh, you'll probably see Corellia, maybe. Oh, I would Isn't think he so. Corellian? Yeah, I would think maybe you, you would. Um, and the other thing is, is like, are they going to make it a family? Do I really care about care about Han Solo's family? You know what I'm saying? Previously, Ho- parents or siblings. He doesn't seem too tied to anything, right? Which would make me think that he wasn't too tied to his family. He's kind of a a drifter, a vagrant. I mean, the main thing about it know. is like, I think the script. You know, besides the fact that the guys that they got, you know, they make some pretty funny movies. Twenty One Jump Street, the Lego Movie. I enjoyed both of those. I liked Twenty One Jump Street. I thought yeah. that shit was funny. So you know, I think it's in decent hands. Not to mention the fact that, like, there's going to be hands all over that movie. Like, Disney's going to try to make sure they get that Han Solo movie right. But really, you can't stress enough. They got to get the casting right on that. Because if this dude fails, then that's it. But if this dude is liked, he does a good job, and people like him as Han Solo. There could be a bunch of young Han Solo movies. They, you could get a whole trilogy of young Han Solo movies. You could, And Chewie shows up in the last one. You could eventually... Uh, morph that into having him play the role of Han Solo in between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens if you ever wanted to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, if if fans want movies set in between 6 and 7, they're going to have to accept recasting of all the roles. All the roles. Leia, Han, depending on how close it is to 7. They're not going to do a movie, I mean, you know, they're not going to do a movie six months before seven. And now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think they'll recast the original trilogy, with the exception of the Han Solo movies, until they do a, a original trilogy reboot. I don't know. I mean, if if people are receptive to a, a new person playing Han Solo, I would say it's very possible. Dude, a Lando Calrissian movie could be really cool. I think we might sort of get two for one in this. We might see how... Han, Han won. Lando won. Yeah. Oh, how Han, Han won, won the, the Millennium Falcon, Falcon. How he saved Chewie. Like, yeah. I, that's why I almost think that maybe they will shoot for more than one in this series because that's a whole lot of shit to try and put in one movie. Yeah, him winning the Falcon, saving Chewie. You know, if the whole he was a storm, you know, training to be a stormtrooper before he defected from the Empire thing holds true. If they still go with that, then you know. Uh, who would you make? Who uh, who would be your young Lando Calrissian? Trey Tracy Morgan. <laughs> Appropriate. Chewbacca, I'm going to take you behind the school and get you pregnant. Mm-hmm. I love fucking Tracy Morgan. Most appealing. You know Jesse's sister. Almost. What's most appealing? To getting taken behind the high school and getting pregnant. Mm-hmm. You know uh, about Lando Calrissian. Uh, Tracy Morgan. <laughs> you know, uh, Jesse's sister saw Tracy Morgan in a Walgreens one time. Oh, yeah? In Texas. What was he buying? I think he, she said he was look at, looking at magazines. Hmm. This looks like a good read. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, I was real fucking bummed when he had that car wreck. Yeah, he's lucky to be alive. I know, man. I I hardly ever watch SNL, but when they did the Tracy Morgan comeback episode, I watched that. Yeah, I didn't even watch. No, I think we watched the full Adam Driver episode. Actually. Dude, it was it was a weak sauce when uh, when Eddie Murphy was on there. Again. Oh, for the 
fiftieth anniversary or whatever. Dude, that shit so was. weak. Like his his show was weak as fuck. You know, he he got his panties all in a wad and wouldn't go on um, SNL because they made that joke about him. Like, um, but I thought that's what comedians do is make jokes. Yeah, I mean, Eddie Murphy's a weird dude. I guess money makes you crazy. I mean, it's that, and he's just like, I don't know. This isn't the Eddie Murphy cast. Yeah, true. I, I mean, you know what? I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't do Banana that. in the tailpipe. <laughs> I couldn't do the Eddie Murphy podcast. I'm not that versed. I like uh, The Golden Child. I like, uh, you know, Beverly Hills Beverly Hills, Hills Cop. Cop, one and I two. I like that. I like um, some of his stand-up. The stand-ups are good. Um, Coming to America. Coming to America. That's I grew good. up with that. Trading Places is really good. That's a good one. Dan Aykroyd's in that one. Um, I'm sure I'm forgetting something. As a kid, I really liked The Nutty Professor, but something tells me if I watch The Nutty Professor today, I'd be I like, I feel hey. like the nutty, for press, the nutty Professor was the beginning of the end. You know uh, what movie my dad really likes? Dr. Doolittle. That one's good. He it's, likes, well, it's decent. My dad likes talking animal movies. He really likes that, huh? Yeah, like Milo well, and Disney's Otis. got a big one of those coming out soon. Zootopia. Yeah, whatever. And then there's The Life of Pets or whatever. So that's what I want to, that's what I meant. The Life of Pets. Yeah, there's two. Your dad's of, really going to like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. Um. Oh, yeah. So let's try to steer this shit back to Star Wars. And so, uh, my sister's dog had puppies this week. Yeah. Had four puppies. You know what they named those puppies? They what? gave them like temporary names until they uh, adopt them out or whatever. Right. Luke, Vader, Yoda, and Padme. Oh, that's cool. Right. Right. Your sister's a good sister. I'm sure uh, Buddy Goose had a little bit of say. Well, I'm sure my man Goose had a lot to say about it, but. No, we named that one Vader. That's cool as fuck. Um but damn, they are some cute little fucking Boston Terriers. I was thinking about Goose earlier today when I was thinking about forging swords. I was like, you know who would know how to forge a sword? Fuck yeah, Goose. he would. Goose I mean, would it's not like he would just sword. have that knowledge off the top of his head. But the but man he would who watch would a know, YouTube video. The man who once. has experience with a <laughs> oxygen acetylene torch and a, um, you know molten metal, right? And the big heavy metal press or stamp or whatever. You're I can gonna, just see you and Goose in his garage in uh, Mississippi. Like shirts off, hammering swords on an anvil. I would do that while in I two sit there seconds. and watch and be like, "That looks like too much work for you guys." But playing heavy metal on a big set of speakers, <laughs> some docking some fucking Molly Hatchet. <laughs> Fuck, am I getting docking and Molly Hatchet know. for? I was thinking Iron Maiden. <laughs> you know, you were thinking good shit. I'm like docking. <laughs> they did a song in one of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Play some fucking docking. Um, yeah, but uh, seeing you guys just hammer it away, ting. Dude, me and Goose can make a sword, I I guarantee you. I'd be like, that's too much work for me, guys, but, you know, if you want to whip me up a sword, I wouldn't turn it down. I got into watching that show where they make (laughs) swords and, like, blacksmiths compete against... It's like Blacksmith Top Chef or whatever. Dude, this one time... You and our old roommate Josh, who's been on the phone before, I sat on the couch while for four hours you guys watched people take swords and chop melons and water bottles. Oh, those were Cold Steel videos. That's that's what it was. I couldn't remember the name. It was Cold for, Steel. It was Cold Steel Knives. Anyone <laughs> wants to go on the internet, they got a bunch of videos of how they use their swords. They're all like high carbon steel and they cut, they ship razor edge sharp. And they demonstrate, you know, what their cold steel knives like, and four hours may be a little bit of an exaggeration. It's a I couple mean, it hours, at least forty-five minutes to an hour. I'll and give you that. Cutting whole pigs in half just with a sword and just and like a, you cutting, know, you know, piercing a car hood. 
smashing a pumpkin or cutting a you know fifty gallon drum in half with a sword, a sword. Uh-huh. Yeah, cutting giant ropes. Um, oh, Star Wars, Star Wars, laser swords, laser swords, laser swords, <laughs> Star Wars. Boom, connection made. That's all you need. You just need a tenuous connection. To We're get talking about going. my boy Goose, and that led to forging swords. Is what it was. Oh, I, and like I said, he he would be like, "Oh, I need to get a couple of tools, but I got this." Uh, did you hear they're releasing a new Lego Star Wars game? They're doing a Star Wars Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. Lego Star Wars: The Force Awakens. That's that's cool. It's going to come out, uh, I believe, in June. I like the humor in the Lego games. Yeah, you know, sometimes I can leave it. Sometimes I can take it or leave it for me sometimes. I mean, you know. it's because we're adults. I mean, that's it's aimed at kids. Um, I've enjoyed a Lego game or two in my time. The Star Wars ones before were good. I really liked uh, Lego I think Marvel the Indiana Super Jones one was good, and the Batman one, one was good. <laughs> um, I didn't play the Marvel Super Heroes one. I played that one. That's the one I played most recently, and it was on Xbox One. Every time I play a Marvel game, it makes me miss. Um, what was it? What were those? The um, best fucking co-op games. Ultimate Alliance. Ultimate Alliance and X Men Legends games. Yeah, I want one of those, but Star Wars. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like a four-player online or couch co-op sort of couch dungeon. co-op is best. It is, but you know, it's if not I can always play with four of my buddies. It's not always feasible. Nowadays, as adults True, with jobs and online, responsibilities yeah. and fucking, you know, yeah. things you gotta do, um, so you know it's nice to have the online option, but sort of a dungeon crawler beat 'em up, just dumb, stupid fun. Yeah, smashing shit, killing, killing aliens. Yeah, make like a Clone Wars. Make yeah. it Clone Wars. Create Give me some bosses. A bunch of different Jedi to choose from. Level them up. Buy them some gear. Yep, they all Boom. got some different force powers. Fifty nine ninety nine. GameStop pre order now. Send all your pre pre-order Hell, make money. it an arcade game, an Xbox <coughs> arcade game. You know, I know EA is sort of sticking to the one game a year policy. Although, I, I mean, I am just assuming we're getting another Star Wars game this year. The fact that we haven't really heard that for certain is kind of starting to make me wonder because, you know, they're going to want to hype it up. Um I guess we'll know by E3, which is in June. I'm actually sort of trying to put it together. You know, last year we did a list of things to look forward to leading up to Episode 7. I'm going to do that for for Rogue One. Things that, little milestones and stuff. Oh, one of them. I hope you got some time free on September 30th. What's going on then? The next Force Friday. Oh, my goodness. That's when the Force Friday for Rogue One is going to go down. Bunch of Rogue One figures, black, figures, black figures. Yeah, it, it were uh, from what I understand, probably you know that that black trooper that we were talking about last week and the so scarab trooper. Racist. Not that black. I'm just kidding. On, I'm man. just kidding. People are probably already think shit I'm about me kidding. enough because we live in Alabama. I'm sorry, you set me up. This ain't racist. You set me up. The the stormtrooper who has black armor, armor that is painted black. Yes. Thank you, sir. Okay. Han Solo movie, yeah. All right, Han Solo and his rich business partner make a ga- make a bet, all right, that they can trade places with a homeless guy, right, and make him a millionaire. That's no, no. <laughs> Han Solo sends Kylo Ren to New York City, no, to no, find a bride, no, no. You're stuck in the Eddie Murphy vein. Han Solo. 
is planning a family vacation for Star Wars Christmas for Life Day. Han Solo is a robot hunter, uh, <laughs> bachelor, Blade Runner. No, sorry, never mind. Oh, see, you you took it too close to Harrison Ford. And I can, okay, Han Solo gets framed for murder and goes into witness protection program. This is and witness Star Wars. <laughs> Han Solo is the galactic president and is flying on his super starship. On the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. We'll call it Star Wars Millennium Falcon 1. <laughs> Millennium 1. Get off my Falcon. <laughs> Millennium 1. There you go. It's better than Fal- Millennium Falcon 1. Mill- Millennium 1. Boom. Millions of dollars. Hire us for the story group, Lucasfilm. Have you heard all these ideas don't, I got? Don't do that. Come on, don't man. I got a ton of ideas up here in my mind grapes. Your mind grapes. Um, shit. Drawing a blank. Fuck. See, you get me started talking about these fucking Han Solo movies. Tangents, tangents, tangents. Yeah. Um, Sorry. It's all good. Um, I would lo- would like to see the Boba Fett conflict if that's even possible. I'm not even, you know, is that a is that canon? Do Han Solo and Boba Fett have history, or is that just an assumption? That's a good question. Um, I could honestly see that sort of being the segue to a Boba Fett movie that he's sort of one of the protagonists in the Han Solo movie. You sort of introduce a younger Boba Fett fucking with Han Solo, and then. Because boom, the next day, the anthology. first time, I the first time I'm aware that Han Solo and Boba Fett meet is in Ord Mandel. When in in Empire Strikes Back, he's like, "Yeah, well, the bounty hunter we ran into in Ord Mandel really changed my mind." Right, right. That's the only time I un, I know that Han Solo. And, and I'm Boba trying to Fett. think. Uh, I'm a little behind on the comics. I don't think they've had them meet. I know they but had Luke and and Boba Fett meet when he, they're on the skiff and he's blind. Mm-hmm. Chewie. And Wookiee says Boba Fett and or, Han Solo. Hey, like, watch out for Boba Fett. Yeah. Or, or hey, kick ass armor, Boba Fett. Yeah. Whatever Chewie says, he says it. And Han Solo like, I want to suck Boba Fett's <laughs> dick off. And Han Solo's like, Boba, Boba Fett. Fett. Boba Fett. <laughs> like, like he knows who that is. What's some other stuff you think Chewie might have said right there? <laughs> that motherfucking Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Boba Fett, where? Yeah, that could work. Hey, nice abs, Boba. <laughs> Fat. Boba Fett. Oh, man. I'm out of it. Fucking out of it. You're out of it. It's been a long day. Trying to get all kinds of shit taken care of so we can go out of town tomorrow and go to a fucking... Pensacon. Pensacon. Do some recording while you're there. I mean, I might. It depends. We'll, like, We'll include some of that in the episode. You better represent for Blue Harvest if you really get some time with a celebrity. I mean, I don't, that's the thing, like, the the people I was most interested in meeting, uh, Star Wars related, they canceled to go film episode eight. Well, I'm just saying, if something falls in your lap, even cool persons of interest, say you're sitting at a bar and, I don't know, Jane from Firefly sits down and... Oh, man, Jane from Firefly? He'd probably tell he's me... He's a Baldwin. What's his name? I don't think he's, 
He is a bald one. He's a bald one. But, but I don't he's not think he's one of the bald ones. Right. I think is he it just, the same family at least. I don't know. I think like he cousin just Baldwin? <laughs> lucked into that last name. Like, do you think uh is it at Adam Baldwin? Adam Baldwin. Do you think he ever tries to sneak into like the Baldwin family reunions? <laughs> like an Alec Baldwin is like, mm, you don't believe mm, belong. You here. don't smell like a Baldwin. There's this fucking commercial with Alec Baldwin, uh uh he's advertising is it, is the Amazon. It for the Echo. Amazon phone echo thing. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, I need these cashmere socks ordered. And Jesse and I were sitting on the couch, and I was like, hey, just out of curiosity, would you look up those cashmere sho- socks on Amazon? I want to know how much they were. For one pair, how much were they? 200 bucks. She's out cold. She is dead asleep on the couch. The cool thing about that, if you look at Mushu as well. He's out a good cold boy. as well. He's a good boy. Most people don't get to see Mushu. He's comfortable with you enough to actually come out of hiding. Well, I think he just wanted a loving nap on the couch with no. Jesse. Yeah, but those socks fucking $200. No. And Jesse was like, do you want these cashmere socks? And I was like, uh, okay, A, no, I'm not spending $200 on a pair of socks. B, me wearing cashmere socks is like... Have you ever worn silk boxers? Yeah, not a fan. Really? Yeah, they're kind of like, I don't know. I enjoy silk boxers. I well, can imagine that I would I like, enjoy cashmere socks. I'm sure you would too, but I can't feel my feet, so yeah, that's, that's like putting fucking makeup on a cow. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good analogy. Your analogy's failing there. I mean, if I, I had it like I'm, that, I would buy that, but I mean... I mean, sure, if I if I had it like that and I wanted to show off my $200 pair of socks... If I was going to wear my Armani suit, hell yeah, I'd wear my cashmere socks. But that's the only occasion. It's not like I'd wear that all the time. I shit john tron dude um, I, I wish he listened to our podcast i think he would enjoy it he's a star wars fan i would like to try to have him on the show i've got this like it'd be great i have this list in my you head a, of, you have a potential guest list that you haven't even I do. told me about i mean it's just because of how unlikely it is i've you know i've reached out to people before and dude uh, let me do i write great emails well uh, i i don't i don't think it has anything to do with my email writing proficiency give me a target and i will hound okay them. John Tron? Get John Tron on our show. All right. It's probably best to try to contact him through Facebook or Twitter. Yep. So try to try to make that happen. If you can make that happen, I'll let you handle it from now on. Because I, I tried to get a hold of... I don't of, want the whole responsibility. I'm not saying the whole responsibility. I tried to get a hold of uh, Paul S. Kemp. Yeah, you, you told know. me about that. And we're... I guess we... Are we still waiting on Del Rey's response? It's, something tells me the fact that I've got no response. We need to poke that bear. Well, you know... I think we need more listeners. We need to get a little more popular. You know what I'm saying? And oh, then yeah. Sort of, you know so Del Rey was like, there's no really reason for you to go on that podcast. They, only they get say like, fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, I don't know that that's necessarily that big of a We deterrent. aren't really it's the academics like, place for it. It's not like I would get uh, Paul S. Kemp on and be like, oh, what the fuck's up, Paul S. Kemp, writing about Vader and shit? Right. What do you think Vader's butthole looks like? I mean, uh, if I if I had a guest on here, like it, this would be the It'd fucking be little... actors. What is it, James Lipton's <laughs> fucking? What are your favorite dirty words? <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I mean, you know, it's not like we actor would be studio. That's what it is. Yes, inside the actor inside studio. the actor studio. It's not like I would be unprofessional. I, you know, I would class it up a little bit for a nice guest. You know, John Tron, we could we could curse a little bit with yeah, him. Yeah, he'd be all right. Um. But yeah, he's, so far, like I tried to reach out to those guys that did that um, uh, 
Darth Punk video, the the Vader and Boba Fett and Daft Punk masks that they filmed here in Birmingham. Yeah. It was filmed here. By the way, if you haven't seen that online, you should it's check excellent. it out. It's the called dude's Darth Punk. Never even responded. Like a, a Daft Punk Star Wars mashup. <laughs> not even to be really. like, no, we're, we're not that like, interested. No, we're not okay. They were just like, <laughs> delete, delete that email. Fucking douches with their podcast. And I just pimped you one more time, by the way. Yeah, I mean, look, if they're listening now, uh, I'm just joking, man. You should come on and talk yeah, about Yeah, totally come on the podcast. Talk about your Darth Punk video because we think it's pretty neat. <laughs> it is neat. He thinks uh, it's cool. It is cool. It is cool. Yeah, you know, I I think a part of it is our, our listenership. It's not bad, but we could have a little more. And once we get that, maybe we can start. Li- look, I'm not saying we're going to have Harrison Ford or Mark Hamill on this shit. But, you know, I've got a little bit of a list of people that maybe wouldn't be too opposed to doing a Skype-in call to, so I can gush about how they were in Star Wars. Everybody likes I think praise. the guy that played Lobot is still alive? Maybe we could get Lobot. Let's get Lobot. Let's get anybody. <laughs> really? I, you know, I think um, I sort of waited too long to apply for press passes uh, this year. But I think next year for Pensacon, I am going to apply and try to get interviews that way. Um, we'll see how it goes. Just be great radio. Yeah. And I also really wanted it. Like it, it wasn't looking like you were going to go this year. I want, if we get that kind of opportunity, I'd like for us both to be able to do it. You sure, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I'd like to have the chick that does Ahsoka's voice on just knowing that she Ashley does Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. Yeah. Just knowing that she does that clothing line. I should stop saying I, I need to be more researched and like, I guess it's not very respectful to say, hey, that chick that does a so That's what voice. I'm here for, buddy. I'm, <laughs> like your, I'm your trampoline when you fall <laughs> off the building of not knowing who someone is. I'm like, oh, did you mean Ashley Eckstein? Yes. Yes, I did. That's I've got I'm you. I'm so glad you're I am here. the wind beneath your wings. You are. You really are. You're my informational backbone. <laughs> um, oh, you know who they did add as a guest? Uh, Sam Witwer. Uh, he was the apprentice in the Force Awakens or okay. Force Unleashed games. Yeah. He's going to be at Pensacon. He also did the voice of Darth Maul in the he Clone good, Wars. Dude. He did uh, Palpatine and Rebels and stuff. You know. that's He's kind of a big deal. Yeah. Oh, I mean, look, I'm not going to take it, take it away, his fame away from him, man. Like, he's I also, do a podcast. Uh, a, there's a, there was a British show. Being Human. Being Human. That yeah, he there did was the an American, American version. version and yeah. he was one of the characters in the American Being Human. You know what cracks me up about that show, Being Human? It's, if I'm not mistaken, it's a show about... One's a ghost, one's a the, vampire, one's, one's a, a werewolf, werewolf. And they all live together. They're roommates. There's a Chappelle show skit that's the mummy, a werewolf, and Frankenstein living together. And that's I'm pretty funny. sure that skit came out before it did. Being Human. So yeah. like every time I hear about that show, I immediately just think of that skit. And it's not even one of the better Chappelle show skits, but... Illegal Leopard. <laughs> That's n- that is not that skit. That is a <laughs> much more controversial skit. In fact, the skit that most people think is why Dave Chappelle That's quit why the Dave show. Dave Chappelle quit. Yeah, the that's the kind of comedy we're not allowed to do. Yeah, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't need to do that kind of comedy. Yeah, race comedy is not funny <laughs> when it comes from a white man. <laughs> to two two white guys, <laughs> you guys want to hear some race jokes? White people be like, <laughs> oh man. So do you want to cut it here? I got some work to do and. Got to get ready for my trip tomorrow. Sorry, yeah. I've been a little low energy tonight. No, dude, you got a big trip coming up, big Pensacon okay. event. Before I go, I've really, really got my my pitch for what Han Solo would have 
how we would have handled Han Solo, okay? Uh, okay. Han Solo gets invited to a secret martial arts tournament in the <laughs> Outer Rim. Okay? This is Star Wars Bloodsport. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Han Solo has a brother that we never knew about, an older brother, who's excellent at space kickboxing. <laughs> they go to Space Thailander. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, I think that's gonna about do it for us this week, buddy. He Thanks made for him coming. Say mate. <laughs> <laughs> he made him say mate. <laughs> that lady. There's a reason you've never seen that lady from Bloodsport in any other movie. You want to know what that reason is? Because he made him say mate. <laughs> She's a bad actress. A bad ass. Um uh, thanks for coming and fitting me in your schedule this Dude, week. I know we no, had a totally. limited... Uh, I'm really glad we got to podcast this week. I had a lot of fun. Uh, next week, I'll come in and report on any uh, spooky doings at Pensacola. I don't know if there'll be spooky doings. Just me <laughs> pouring <laughs> over... Kinky spooky doings. Mm, nah, definitely not that. Oh, I'm sure that shit goes down. Like, I'm sure there's some furries fucking hardcore in the hotels in Pensacola. Like, I bet you they got a fucking... I, they probably don't, but they should like UV light cleanse each one of those rooms after those. Those I bet you there's some cosplay. Do you remember? Have you them. seen the Bob's Burgers episode, the Equestronauts? Equestronauts, yes. You know the party afterward at the hotel, yes, where it's like there's the tattoo chair and there's the people riding the other mm-hmm. Equestronauts. I bet there's some a, weird. Uh, there's shit a going hotel on. suite somewhere oh, at yeah. Pensacon, and there's a. You know, there's a kinky Boba Fett and somebody whipping somebody. Fucking Darth Maul with nipple clamps. Yeah, Connected crazy. to a car battery. Yeah. Have you ever seen that movie, um, uh, Demon Knight? It's a Tales from the Crypt movie. Yes, I have, actually. For some reason, uh, there's this scene that cracked me up as a kid and always stuck with me. Like, they catch two of the characters fucking around with each other and the exact thing i just told you there's a dude yeah with, with nipple clamps on connect to a battery and it sparks and he goes oh my nipples are smoking <laughs> that, i remember that that shit cracks me up to I this day that. that's only because i've seen demon knight with you since i'm an adult like yeah we watched demon knight with joshy pants when now, he was over here i like that movie look is it my favorite movie it's funny it's Funny and badass at the same time. That's a nice combo. It's kind of like Last Action Hero. Badass is getting... <laughs> oof. <That> last Action <laughs> Hero? Bro. It's funny I'm, and badass. <laughs> the same sh- shit, bro. I think you're alone on that <laughs> island. Dude, Last Action Hero? My, my, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yeah. Is the, is the, yeah, movie, I, the I, movie star that comes to life? I the know magic the, golden ticket? I know the movie <laughs> you're speaking of, and I also know how... Uh, how it is regarded in public consciousness. Badass. He did that. No, no, not badass. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just bad. I know. I know it's bad. It's. I think he it's did just... that, and then Batman and Robin and disappeared. Went into politics after the. I just remember renting that movie a lot because I liked it. You know, last action here. Other movies that I rented a lot because I liked Wing Commander with Freddie Prince Ooh. Jr. and Matthew Lillard. <laughs> Uh, Ooh, you red boxed that shit recently. Don't try to act like no, was- dude. This is back in the day. This is when movie gallery and blockbuster still exist. Hollywood oh, video. Shit. Wing Commander with Freddie Prince Jr. Mister Sarah Michelle Geller. <laughs> hey, that's Kanan. That's Kanan to you. I like him. I I, I can still call him Mister Sarah Michelle. Yeah, you Geller. can. You can call him Mister Michelle or Michelle Geller. 
I'm I sure. hope he comes on our show too, though. That'd be cool to have. The, I wouldn't. The you know what Prince. I would not do would be like, "Hey, Freddie Prince Jr. Hey, Mr. Oh, Michelle Geller. <laughs> Whatever. He'd have somebody research us, and they'd find this episode, and he would be like, "So about that. yeah." He would come on for just a second. He'd be like, "You know, I like MMA and shit, right?" <laughs> well, the next time I see your ass <laughs> I'm rolling around, I elbow your motherfucking <laughs> rolling around in your wheelchair. I'm gonna put you in a rear naked chokehold, an arm bar, <laughs> Kamehameha, or whatever. <laughs> Okay, by the way, just because you said Kamehameha, Goose uh, Goose sent me a text uh, earlier this week when he listened to last week's podcast. And he was like, I like the DBZ reference, bro. And I was like, what? I was like, oh, because when we were talking about midichlorians, I was like, oh, you know, it quantified the force and his oh, power. Yeah. He's, I'm reading his power levels going through the roof. He'll like uh, your Kamehameha wave is what yeah, he'll he like. Yeah, he will. That dude. Hey, do you know what Dub Smash is? Dub Smash? It's that stupid... It's a video where like you can get little song clips or sound clips from movies, and then you dub, like you 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 dub dub over your, you make it look like you're saying it or singing. Right, I right, sent right. you one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Kamehameha dub. They there. added uh, Star Wars stuff to it one night, so I was like, "Well, I gotta download that and fuck around with it." So I did, and then Goose and I for like four hours sent those back and forth that's to each awesome. other that's just, awesome just cracking up doing the dumbest shit ever man that's great stuff haven't used the app since but for one night it was a good little good little time dude i love goose that's my boy me too you know what now that we've successfully had uh someone on dude we gotta have goose on from skype, skype. we could yes. totally do that you know i think we're gonna have mr steve cobra on next week He's that's gonna, good maybe we'll do we a could, little trivia we are and maybe we can uh skype goose in get him on with steve yeah that'll be good we'll figure it out yeah well anyway that'll that'll about do it for this week bro down showdown uh, as always i want to thank stoned cobra for p- providing us with uh our theme song all of our thanks if you want to check them out you can at www.stonedcobra.com where you can buy their album high and mighty for five dollars dude five bucks less than a foot long at subway yeah and you're not sending and it. it's february it's, i thought that was five dollar foot long month but i thought five dollar foot long was a year long it's, is it maybe it's not i don't think it's like the mcrib where I guess it comes that just back shows you how much for I one glorious month <laughs> <laughs> fucking mcrib it's like the shamrock shake it's only around for a limited time <laughs> shamrock shit yourself <laughs> oh, the, the blue poop express <laughs> anyway for blue harvest a star wars podcast i'm your host Hals burkhart and i'm your host a will whitney may the force be with you may the force be with all of you May the force be with us.